MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. Big program today. In 30 minutes, Josh Towers, former World Series winner, Major League Baseball pitcher, is going to join the program and look at today's matchups as well as some division races. I don't know. It might be down to just one of the six divisions. They're still up for grabs right now. I want to get his thoughts on the AL Central as well as the NL East. Uh, Amal, we're going to continue our breakdown of the Big 12 in the next segment. We got through about half the teams, five of the teams yesterday. Uh, some early baseball we'll touch on here. Uh, and also, with that news of Sam Darnold yesterday, take a look at the, the markets for who will take the first snap for a few different teams that it's still up for grabs for. I do uh, want to get your quick thoughts on games that are going to go here in about 10 minutes. Big bad Brad Keller beat the Houston Astros yesterday as a huge dog down at Minimade. And the Astros will counter with Justin Verlander today. Uh, you and I have had many discussions on who should be the Cy Young right now in the American League, whether it's him or Shane McClanahan. I know Shohei's tossing his hat into yeah, the ring, absolutely. especially with friendly scorekeepers who call a 20-hopper to short with the Major League Steals leader charging down the line in air, but a fly ball to left, a double, uh, to keep that no-earned run streak intact. But anyhow, let's get back to this game. Verlander, a $3.50 favorite uh, today against Bubik and the Royals. Bubik was brutal last time out. But the Royals have scored a ton of runs. I mean, they're one and two in the series, but they're putting up six plus runs in every game. Plus two ninety on the Royals. Total here eight and a half. 
How do you attack this game if you like Verlander? Well, I think he's going to win the game, but I wouldn't bet it. Even if you look at the run line, you'd have to take a shot with minus two and a half if that's available to you somewhere because this is just too high of a price. This is the bookie's best friend type of play. You know, you're going to put him in a $4 parlay. You could potentially lose. You don't get much return or value on it. Um, there's no reason to make this play, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, who are you going to put him in a parlay with? The, the, the Phillies? I mean, uh, my I boy know, Nola the, loses but, last But the Mets and the Yankees were a nice two-teamer. I was 0-0 in the Yankees game. I looked up 16 nothing. What happened? What happened? What Scored happened in every now? inning after the fourth. Yeah. Uh, Severino, 11 in the last Severino two innings. was terrific again. Doubleheader today at the small park in Cincinnati. I'm sure there'll be thousands of people attending there. Uh, with this matchup, the Pirates and the Reds. Well-traveled Mike Miner gets to start in game one for the Reds. Contreras, not been bad for the Pirates. Miner, a small home favorite here in game one uh, with a total of nine of all. Yeah, Contreras' numbers are a little bit blown out of whack simply because his last start against Milwaukee gave up seven earned runs in one and two-thirds innings. But prior to that, he was at a 2.76. I would look at Contreras here. Minor should never be in the majors, and I would take a look at going against him here. Nor should he be favored. Yeah, I agree. In, in any game. All right, let's get to Wimbledon, Amal. Uh, I want to start out on the men's side. Uh, and, and with this question, on one of the, the second semifinal. Yesterday, after Nadal won in five sets against Fritz, I thought there was a good debate on Twitter between two of our major VEASAN contributors, Nigel Seeley, mm -hmm. uh, who is known as uh, one of the top soccer handicappers in the country, but also has a tennis service he's done very well with, and then Pamela Maldonado, mm -hmm. who is a frequent guest on uh, Greg Peterson and Gil Alexander. So she said, Nadal will be favored over Kyrgios. He said, you're out of your mind. There's no shot he'll be favored over Kyrgios. He'll be the favorite in the semifinal. Curious, $1.55 over Rafa. Do you agree with the line, and do you find a bet in this match? Um, I, I think I would look at Rafa as a dog. Uh, when you get Rafa as a dog, dog at a Grand Slam, and on top of it, I think part of it is the injury situation. Um, you know, Rafa's dealing with a, uh, a, a, a abdominal strain, so it's difficult to serve. We're not even sure if the match is going to go yet. Um, that's something to contend with, and I would check the rules where you bet because some places, if the first set is complete, the match is going to go. Other places, the match has to go to duration. So that's something important to pay attention to when you're looking at it from a betting standpoint. Um, in terms of a game spread, Kyrgios, we talked about the total games yesterday. Um, <clears throat> over under is 42.5 total games. Uh, Kyrgios minus 2.5 games from a game spread standpoint. Yeah, I would take Rafa and the plus 2.5 for sure. Because I think Nick's going to win sets. They're probably going to be more set. Yes, exactly. More in the 7-6 range. Uh, not that he can't break Nadal, but I just feel like once you get past the serve and return, uh, I think the advantage goes to Nadal. Joker uh, against Cam Norrie, $16 in some spots. On others, I hear at Cirque's minus 1450 How about the game spread? Joker minus 7.5 games is, is the, the traditional spread. Uh, minus 105, you could lay 8.5 and, and get plus 130, lay 6.5 and, and lay 195 of them all. Yeah, I think that's too high of a uh, game spread because I think Nori will be competitive. If he takes a set, you got a great shot here. Look, Novak should be able to dominate, but you know one of the things is human nature kind of creeps in a little bit and you wind up, say you're up a break in a set. They don't generally go on and win each set 6-1, 6-2, or 6-love. It's just one of those scenarios if the other guy basically just basically is not as engaged, then you'll see a set go sideways quickly. All right, let's get to the women's semis. They happened earlier this morning. What if I would have told you that Tatiana Maria would have won more sets today than Simona Halep? What price would you have put on that? <laughs> a pretty big one. But, um, you know, I said I thought she could be competitive. Remember, she had beaten her, uh, Jabor before, 
This doesn't come as that much of a surprise, but Jabour well, did four, dominate. four years ago, too, when she beat Jabour. Yeah, that's, that's a long a time back. That's a different player than what Anz is now. 100%. Generally, you use a rule of thumb of two years when mm -hmm. you're looking at it in tennis, but at the same time, I would make the case that that confidence carries over. She's been able to, she knows she's been able to beat that opponent. That makes a difference. Uh, I thought, you know, you had Halep Futures, mm -hmm. and you said you were going to take Rabakina plus the 250, 240, whatever you found her at. Uh, did you do that, and were you able to fully get off your futures? Yeah, it was. Well, it was a simple play. All you got to do is put half your money down on this one. I thought Rabakina was very much alive. I thought the price was out of whack. Look, when Serena lost to Halep in 2019, I thought Serena would beat her because of the power. Well, Serena wasn't able to do that in that match. Today, though, Rabakina was able to do exactly that. Tremendous on first serve. First serve's hitting about 121. I mean, she was tremendous. You know, I watched every point of this match. Um... I took a small play at plus 245, but then I bet her after she got up three games to love in the first set at minus 120. Look, Halep made her earn it. No Let, question. No question about it. Halep got to a lot of balls I never thought she could get to, but that power can take the racket out of your hands. Halep's big problem to serve. Too many double faults. Yeah, well, I think the problem was she was trying to hit. She doesn't have the power on the second serve. And my mm -hmm. thing is, if you're not having success on the second serve, just go with the first serve on the second serve if you're already conceding that you're going to potentially lose the point. Have you seen the number on the final yet? I, I was going not. to have you guess it. Okay, I was Jabour gonna, against Rebekina. I'm guessing probably around $3. In favor of Jabour. Yeah. 145 It's so interesting that Halep was like <laughs> 320 Yeah, exactly. Um, I think you got to play Jabour here. That's a great price. Tennis expert, nuts tennis expert, uh, Bear, Chris Felica, mm -hmm. said he thinks Rabakina is... Now, he's all his futures are out, right? His last yeah. ones were on Halep. He came on the program a couple Fridays ago to discuss. He thinks Rabakina wins on Saturday. Look, I, I think the difference is Jabour's got the power, and she's got a tremendous drop shot. And I think the price of 145 is a great price on her. I think you'll see it increase by the time we get to the match. Okay, I want to talk some NFL quarterback uh, news. Now, we talked about Baker uh, going to Carolina for... Fifth-round conditional pick could be as high as a fourth-round pick. Sam Darnold there, Matt Corral there. Who, which quarterback, now this is a markets here, which quarterback starts week one for the Panthers? Baker Mayfield, minus $12. Sam Darnold, plus $5. Matt Corral, 50 to 1. Jimmy G, 100 to 1. Well, let's go ahead and eliminate Garoppolo and uh, Matt Corral. Okay. I think the starters, I think it's going to be Sam Darnold. Now, look, and simply you're playing the odds here. I get the people favor Baker Mayfield, but remember, Darnold has been there. There's a little bit more familiarity with him. They brought in Baker. They'll have a competition. We'll see how they perform. You give the edge just on the surface to Baker based on ability, but I still think familiarity makes a huge difference. Which quarterback starts week one for the Washington Commanders, Amal? Carson Wentz is minus $11. Sam Howell, plus 550. Well, the reason why Sam Howell is a, a good, a worth a shot, not because he's going to be the starter, but can Carson Wentz actually get through training camp without getting injured? I mean, this guy's, I mean, made out of paper mache. This guy gets hurt every other day. I, I mean, I haven't seen a quarterback get hurt as frequently as he does. Which quarterback will start week one for the Atlanta Falcons, Amal? Marcus Mariota is minus $8. Desmond Ritter plus $5. I, to me, it's going to be Mariota. I'm surprised at this price here. This is the only one I'd lay the price on. I am with you. Ritter's not ready to start in the NFL. No. Right, outside of Desmond Ritter's throw is high on so many throws. You're going to see there's going to be some opportunities for some interceptions in preseason games against the Commanders. Okay. Who will start week one for the Tennessee Titans? Ryan Tannehill, minus $14, or Malik Willis, I'm all plus 650. I don't understand why this is even a question. Why is it on the board? Yeah. I mean... 
unless you're talking about an injury. And you know what? I wish these bets had disclaimers that due to injury. Yeah, but they don't. No, I know they don't. But what my point being is there's no other way that Willis is going to start. I mean, they're paying Tannehill over $100 million on his contract. Malik Willis? Would you parlay Sam Darnold and Sam Howell at these two plus five dollar prices for a very small number and get you know get back sixty to one. Why not? Right. Yeah. I mean, there's there's, there's a, a lot of worse bets made. In, I mean, why not? I I like I actually like your Sam. I like both of them actually because I I, I mean they traded for Mayfield, but what did they give up for him? Carson Carson Wentz is the only guy I know that could get injured answering the phone. <laughs> I mean, think about that. I, I want to ask you a question. Some news broke. Uh, we heard about it last night. It became official today. It wasn't really going to get announced till next Tuesday. The Las Vegas Raiders have a new team president. Sandra Douglas Morgan, former chairman of the Nevada Gaming Control Board, mm-hmm. was, uh, was named uh, president of the Raiders today. Well, you want my opinion? Yeah, I don't know I, who she is. What, what, okay. What's the answer you're looking for here? Well, I didn't know if you had studied her. Lawyer. No, uh, I assume she's a lawyer. Yeah. Listen, most Fortune 500 companies, there are more CEOs that have law degrees than the MBAs. Mm-hmm. The VEASAN Summer Special, Amal, is here. For only $19, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today, and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke every single day on Major League Baseball. All of our NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features the best bets email at 9 a.m. Pacific every day, point spread weekly every Wednesday, and use of all of our betting tools, including the betting splits page. It's only $19 to be a subscriber through the end of the month. Go to vcin.com slash summer. When we come back, we tackle the rest of the Big 12, including Kansas State and Chris Kleeman. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and two strengths, 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zen. Visit Zen.com, that's Z-Y-N.com, to learn more and to find Zen nicotine pouches near you. They are for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is a mole shot in 15 minutes. He's chomping at the bit off stage here. Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball pitcher, pitching coach, World Series champ with the Yankees, will join us to discuss all things baseball for the last 30 minutes of the show. Amal, continuing our college football preview in terms of conference <coughs> regular season wins and conference wins. We left off yesterday in the Big 12. We covered the top four teams in terms of the betting market. Uh, so let's rejoin here with uh, the Little Apple in Manhattan, Kansas State. While their season win total is 6.5, juice to the over, minus $1.35. Conference wins, 4.5, slightly juiced to the under, minus 135. You can get plus 105 if you think they can win five or more conference games. And their odds to win the Big 12 championship game, I'm all 16-1. to 1. Yeah, this is an interesting team. Um, this number is, I think, right where it should be. What I don't like about them is Adrian Martinez is going to be their potential starter, the Nebraska transfer. Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes some of these guys come in, you've you got to ask yourself, do you really want them starting? Deuce Vaughn, the tailback, is back. He was tremendous. Malik Knowles also on the outside on the perimeter, tremendous receiver. I think Martinez gives you good mobility. Maybe he'll do a better job here. Maybe it was the coaching or lack thereof in Lincoln that was the problem. Climate's team has been competitive 7-6 and six last year. Uh, they should open with a uh, 3-0 record. They get Missouri at what, home. What's the number going to be on that game, Missouri at Manhattan? Probably seven, mm. I think. Missouri's that bad. They're they're bad. Yeah. They're really bad. And K-State uh, in Manhattan is always tough. Yeah. Uh, they got to go to Oklahoma. If it was at, um, you know, it was at Snyder Family Stadium, I'd give it a, a possible opportunity there. But they've got some tough home games. Oklahoma State, Texas Longhorns. 
They do get Kansas at home. They should win that one. Well, outside of outside of the closer against Kansas in Manhattan, what do you just check off as a Big 12 win? I don't really see any that are gimmies. None. Right? I mean, maybe you beat TCU at home comfortably. That's probably the one I point to. But the rest of them, man, this is going to be a challenging year. you got to go to Ames. you got to go to Morgantown. got to go to uh, Fort Worth, Amon Carter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be easy. I, I think maybe... Under four and a half conference wins here for me. I like that one, and I'll tell you what, they might be 0-5 in league play on the road yeah. because they've got four home games, not uh, five road games. I, I think it could be a real challenge for them. Okay, no more Gary Patterson in Fort Worth. Yep. TCU, their win total, six and a half. Juice to the over, minus a dollar and a quarter. Conference wins, four and a half. Almost a pick them, a little juice to the under, 120, minus 110 to the over. Same odds as, as Kansas State and, and Iowa State when we get to them next. 16-1 to 1 to win the Big 12 title game. This is going to be interesting. Uh, Dykes comes over from SMU, goes off the hilltop now to Fort Worth. Um, it's going to be key is them getting this defense turned around. Uh, Chad Glasgow no longer there as the D.C. Now you got Josh Gillespie coming in. This TCU team lost some talent. Max Dugan will be under center. He's not bad. They just haven't protected him well enough. Zach Evans is a tremendous five-star running back transfers to Ole Miss, so you lose that out of the backfield. I think the first year could be difficult. Um, they've recruited fairly well. They'll move forward offensively, and they'll be competitive. But the question for me is, can this defense slow enough people down while the offense gets up to speed? That's my concern. Um, I, I'm just not going to be backing this TCU team a lot. Um, four and a half conference wins, again, a tricky number for them as well. I'd more look over the, the um, total at, uh, at six and a half. And I, and I say this is, number surprises me a little. They open on Friday night. Yep. Uh, September 2nd on ESPN in Boulder as more than a touchdown favorite on the road. I, that number shocks me. Right? <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. I think CU could win that game straight up. I Actually, I think they've got a great shot to win it. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on. Iowa State is your next team. Same same numbers. Six and a half for your season wins. Juice to the under minus $1.24.5. Conference wins. Juice to the under $1.50. And also 16 to 1 to win the Big 12 title game. Yeah, uh, you know, to me, this is a team that's going to really take a step back this year. Their their opportunity was last year. They couldn't cash in. And I, and I got to tell you, Mike, if you are a Matt Campbell and company, this is extremely disconcerting, the type of season you wound up with when you had everything in your favor, including the schedule. They couldn't come through. They go 7-6 and six last year. Uh, you've got to replace uh, Brock Purdy, at quarterback. That's going to be a concern there. Deckers could get the start. Um too many pieces to replace, including the, the tremendous tailback, Brees Hall. News breaking them all. Rafa Nadal out at Wimbledon. <laughs> uh, it, there you go. So uh, Nick Kyrgios moves on. To the final. Yep. Joker Kyrgios. Make a number there. I, I think Joker's probably going to be about a 250 to $3 favorite. Might be three, three and a quarter. New Nadal futures down the toilet. Gone. Didn't finish the tournament. Didn't give you a shot. No. Nope. Nadal. Tough beat. It, it really is. And, you know... Rafa was correct in looking at it long term because now you got the the summer swing coming up. You've got uh, the they play in Canada Masters 1000 tournament there, and then um, I think that one's in Montreal, and I think the women are in Toronto or they vice versa. But um, and of course the U.S. Open, he's had success at the Open. Is it a lock that Djokovic will be able to play in the U.S. Open, or is that still up in the air? Why is that? The vaccination status. I know they were discussing that earlier. In the- I, I don't remember there being an issue. No. If he got to play at Wimbledon, he was going to be able to play at the okay. U.S. Open, so he'll be there. And remember, he played last year at the U.S. Open and got DQ'd. So because it hit the lines. Yeah, the yeah lines person with the ball. Um, and so from that standpoint, you know, when you're looking at it, you know, here's the one quick thing on Rafa. This year, in Grand Slams, he's 19-0. and 0. 
He's not lost the match. Yeah, and it preserves that here. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, he goes on to the Open now. As he withdraws from Wimbledon. One of the funny conversations of Wimbledon was when Kyrgios was trying to get the penalty against Tsitsipas. Yes. When he hit the ball into the crowd, and he was lobbying for it, and he said Joker got thrown out of the the, the tournament, and 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 uh, the 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 umpire, chair umpire said, yeah, but the lineswoman was injured, and Kyrgios said she wasn't injured. Remember that whole, that whole thing? You know, he was right, though. He said, yeah. if it was me, I would have gotten thrown out. He's absolutely right. He would have gotten DQ'd. Yeah, absolutely. Without but a doubt. Go, going back to uh, Iowa yeah. State here, I'll tell you what, though. This is going to be a long year for them. I think it's going to be a real challenge. You know, it's interesting. Matt Campbell didn't leave, and I respect him for showing a ton of loyalty towards Iowa State. But did, you know, the ship already leave port for him to go on to another job is going to be interesting. Well, because it'll take some time now. I think he'll have to rebuild the program back up. Yeah, I still think people respect what he can do. Um, maybe it wasn't the right opportunity that was available or whatever reason he chose to stay there. There's a variety of factors. I think people I, forget that people look at quality of life as well. It's not just about going to a program where you can win. I thought he was going to LSU, actually. I wouldn't want to go to LSU. No. Uh, okay, we move on to West Virginia next up. Five and a half on the season wins over juiced 130. Four and a half on the conference. Heavy juice to the under 190 and... Mountaineers are 35-1 to to win the Big 12 championship game. Yeah, I think this West Virginia team is going to have some issues. Um, they just have been really struggling under Neil Brown, not the type of program we're used to seeing in the past. Um, this Mountaineers team is just not particularly good, and I, I'm just not sure that they're going to be able to get things turned around this year. Interesting opener. The backyard brawl to open the season yeah. at Pitt. They're catching less than a touchdown here, six and a half. Well, you know, Pitt's got to return, uh, you know, replace Kenny Pickett. Jordan Addison goes to USC. So when you look at it from a standpoint of what West Virginia's got, you got JT Daniels on her center, which should be an upgrade of what they've had in the past. But I thought losing Letty Brown, who's gone now, that's going to be an impact. Um, we'll see defensively. They've got a ton of transfers in on the defensive side of the ball, three in the secondary. Question mark still for me for this Mountaineers team. Season win total at five and a half. That number sounds about right. Juiced over. And the other, another non-conference game, they host Towson, but they have to go to Blacksburg. That will not be easy going into Lane Stadium. And uh, this is an important, you know, opportunity for West Virginia, excuse me, for Virginia Tech there. Yeah. All right, Texas Tech, uh, five and a half, juiced to the under, 120. Three and a half of them all for the conference wins, minus 130 to the over, 45 to one to win the Big 12 championship game. Yeah, uh, Texas Tech, I think, is going to be uh, on struggle street this year. They're just not that good. And this is a program that doesn't seem to have things going in the right direction anytime soon. So when you when you look at them, it's probably a team you're going to be looking to fade. They went three and six in conference play last year. We'll see what Joey, Joey McGuire, McGuire is able to do. Tyler Shaw, the um, the Oregon transfer, the quarterback there, um, not necessarily a big fan of his. You know, you see so many quarterbacks leave programs very quickly. You're not even sure how good or bad they are, but people bring him in because they say, "Well, he played at Oregon. Maybe he could be the guy for us." Well, maybe he's just not the guy. They host West Virginia, Baylor, Kansas, and Oklahoma in league play. Um, yeah, that, that Oklahoma game is going to be toughest at the end of the year because sometimes you can catch a team if it's in the right spot. But, look, they, they, they've scheduled the way you expect these guys to. I'll tell you what, though. Houston's going to be a loss. What will uh, that number be? Uh, the game Week is two. in the game is at, at Jerry. Oh, it's at Jerry World? Yeah, it's at Jerry World. Well, yeah. um, so I would make Houston. Oh, it's in Lubbock. It says Lubbock here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. Um, the, uh, it's at AT&T Stadium, which is yeah. also the same at Jerry World. Yeah. Um, uh, so Houston, probably about a 
three-point favorite on the road there. May, maybe guns up as a favorite. At NC State, they're going to lose. The Wolfpack are pretty good. They got a lot coming back. They got the Horns uh, at T. Boone Pickens. Wow, this is going to be a challenging year. The key games for them are going to be the Mountaineers coming at home at Kansas State, and then, of course, at TCU. Kansas season win total is two and a half. They host Tennessee Tech. Can they get another two? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Duke potentially, and then if they can steal one in league play. Yeah. I, I'd go under on that one. I would too. All right, up next, Josh Towers joins the set. will be broadcasting live from the NBA Summer League now through July 17th. Catch the Edge with Jonathan Van Tobel and Matt Humans at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, live from the NBA Summer League every weekday. We'll also have special guests, exclusive content, and live updates all throughout VEASAN shows. For more, follow us at VEASAN Live on Twitter and at VEASAN Live on YouTube. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here. Amal Shaw on my left, and the man on my right needs no introductions, but I'll give him one. Mr. Josh Towers, World Series champion with the New York Yankees, former Major League Baseball pitcher, advisor, pitching coach, uh, family man. I could go on and on and on and on. Well, don't. I'd like to get right through the C block here. Okay. Uh, you're observing here on the break Bubik today, scoreless yeah. first inning, top of the second against Verlander at Minute Maid. Impressed with Bubik in the first. Yeah, he's like he has a lower arm slot, obviously, than JV. JV pitches down at an angle more, but Bubek is. He's living at the bottom of the strike zone, and if I can live there, I can I can make mistakes over the middle of the plate, and then I can start pulling the the reins on my changeup a little bit. Like he's he's in the area that I want to be early because I can make the adjustments all over the zone. If I'm up early, I'm in trouble. And then again, I, we we talked about Jordan Alvarez comes up, and he's so dang good that all of a sudden my elevation comes up like four or five inches, which is a world to these hitters. Uh, so, again, it was the only mistake that I've seen, but he got him to roll out. But if Bubek's going to live there, this is going to be a low-scoring game because, I mean, Verlander seems to be locked in himself. Josh, right now we've seen guys like Sandy Alcantara pitch tremendously well, Shohei Otani. Any yeah. other pitchers that stand out to you that potentially people could be looked to be backing? Uh, we've seen some other guys like Shane Bieber really scuffle. I know a mm -hmm. lot of people took on water yesterday on their boat. Uh, when they decided to Oof. load up on Shane Bieber, and they may not have been, it might not be a search and rescue anymore. It might be search and recovery after that game yesterday. Listen, it, it, that's what happens when you listen to all these people all over the internet, and uh, they're all so called experts. And oh, Bieber's playing; they lost four in a row. It's a blind play. No, sometimes we need to look a little bit deeper. We all, we all have success, and we all lose. Um, and again, if you're watching this Astro game, that last pitch of Verlander shows you that, like, if you're right there, flat right there, like anybody can hit it. So I don't care how good you are. If I don't have my stuff that day, it's irrelevant to what you think the other offense is or not. Um, how many? They, they talk about this. Mm -hmm. Out of five starts, you're in the starting rotation. Okay. Out of five starts, how many days are you going to have your best stuff out of those five yeah, starts? Yeah, the question was always like brought to me, like if we have 34 starts in a year, like how many times am I going to have my plus-plus stuff mm -hmm. with everything? Yeah, four times. Mm. I mean, you're asking me to have my, my four-seamer, my sinker, my changeup, my curveball, if I'm a slider. If I have all those pitches, right, you're asking me, like, it's very, very rare. And that's what I was talking about with, like, Yusei Kikuchi yesterday, right? So we have three ways to pitch, up, down, back, and forth, and in and out. And if, if, if one's not there, I, I got to be able to do the other one. If I'm living over the middle of the plate and I think that in this world, like, we're going to live middle of the plate and pitch up and down, and something's not there, you're dead. Like, there's nothing you can do. And if I'm living over the middle of the plate that I'm generalizing where I'm throwing the ball and I'm not case specific on what I'm really teaching myself. And so like 
you want to learn all the different aspects of pitching. So if my changeup's not there, maybe my breaking ball is. If my two-seamer's not there, maybe my four-seamer is. You're always going to have one pitch. And I can always go back to that one pitch at any given time when I need a throw strike or get back an account. Um, but if you think you're going to walk out there every day with all your stuff, you're out of your mind. Guardians have lost four in a row, which you referenced. Yeah. Uh, this is a team that's really been struggling lately, gets swept in Detroit in a critical situation. American League Central opponent there now falling behind the Twins. When you're on a team that's going through a streak like this, as a better, would you look from the outside looking in, would you eventually look to take a spot with them because they're playing Kansas City now? Savali's really struggled so far this year. Singer's going to be pitching tomorrow, and I bring them up because I generally like teams that I think are pretty good to decent to bet on when they're on a losing streak. I got burned with Toronto the other night. They do come back and get the win uh, with Berrios yesterday, 2-1 to one against Oakland. You're saying when the team's losing, you like to sometimes find the right time to jump in. Yes, okay. exactly. Alright. Um, I'm kind of the other guy, a little bit. I mean, I, 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 like, listen, I really base it on the starting pitching and how well they're doing or how inconsistent they are. Uh, but then if the team's hot, the team's hot. And right now, Cleveland's losing, and that's just a reality. But, I mean, that's, again, look at Baltimore. They've won four in a row. They're five games below 500. I don't think anybody would have predicted that. Yep. This bullpen has been amazing. The starting staff, like with Sorry, Dean, the starters with Dean Kramer, and I call him Sammy Watkins. Sorry, Spencer, but you know, wide receiver, Baltimore, it is what it is. What Watkins is doing, uh, the confidence is growing. Everybody's like just kind of like bouncing off of each other, and this offense is legit. And, and mm-hmm. they started to add pieces that made them more successful. That I think at times we overlook. We we overlook that when Adley Rushman gets behind the plate. And you make a pitch, and he does the, <clears throat> that's what I'm talking about, that fist pump grunt. Like, it makes me feel better about myself. And then it carries over into the dugout. And so, like, we still get caught up in, like, oh, Baltimore's not very good. They're going to lose. And, and I think that, like, that causes us to not really take that deep dive into, it's easy to jump on Bieber yesterday and not take that deep dive into Detroit's playing well. It's the same thing Detroit did last year. They were awful, 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 and then got really good the second half of the year. Well, Atlanta did the same thing just a little bit earlier. They're two games out of the division lead right now. So I, I think that like we have to respect what a team's doing currently. And then where they came from and where they're going as far as last series to this series. I think Tyler Wells is the best starter. That, that 100%. Right? And then Kramer's been unbelievable. And you get him as a dog guy, every game the, when you bet him. The guy on the shelf's the best starter, so they got yeah. him back at some point mm-hmm. next year. But no, Tyler Wells is by far going to be a star in, in the big leagues. And Dean Kramer, I'm so impressed with, with the transition from last year and in the past to this year. It's unbelievable. And then again, Watkins is just a great story. Uh, but no question, Tyler Wells is by far. He, you, we saw him in the bullpen last year, and when he's you like saw, you, he doesn't walk anybody. No, and he's, <laughs> well, like, and nobody's he's like Josh. Lot, nobody's like and Josh. He's a lot better as far yeah. as his stuff and his, <laughs> you know, his mentality. Like he's really, I like this kid a lot. I want to talk NL Cy Young, okay? Big Sandy, unbelievable. Gives you he's eight so every good, time. Man. He could have went nine. He only had 107. I don't know why. They almost blew that game in the ninth inning the other night. Okay. Yeah. When you go eight and you got 107, you're on a fantastic pitch count, by the way. Bur- yeah. Bur- Burns goes seven scoreless, and they lose again to the Cubs. The, the bullpen gives it up. We know Musgrove started out eight. No, I don't think he's going to make it. Freed's been really good for a surging Atlanta team. I want to talk yeah. about Tony Gonsolin. You can still get him at 12 to one, and I know it's an uphill battle with what Musgrove's doing. Amal, he's 10 and 0. He started 14 yeah. games. He's given up two runs twice. <laughs> Wait, three ones once, and zero or one 11 of the 14 starts. Now, I know many of them are five and six innings, but don't you have to respect that Gonsolin just doesn't have any bad starts? I, I, I respect how good he is. I, I, again, you guys heard me talk about this. Go back to his career in the minor leagues. I respect everything about what he's done. He's a winner. That's all he is. Um, there's things that we have to factor in, right? And so we go back to your boy. 
eight and eight and zero, nine and two, seven and four, eight and two, seven and two thirds and two, nine and zero, seven and zero, eight and one, nine and zero. That's all Contera. Uh-huh. So as good as Musgrove, or uh, sorry, Gonzalez is, Sandy's just better, right? Because he pitches more, he gets to do all the things that he wants to do. Uh, there's more trust in him, but he's earned it. And eventually, Gonzalez going to be that dude. It's not this year, but he's going to be that dude. But what what does he do? He does what he. It's being asked of him right now. T, give me five or six, do your thing, and that is always going to put the Dodgers in a position to win. They're going to score points by that amount of time, and then your bullpen's pretty good. And he like. What he's doing, like, he's not even going to complain. He's cool he, right now. He pitched into the eighth against the Padres in that first game of that series last week. Well, he got seven and two-thirds, and then Roberts took him out. With two. <laughs> but he didn't mind. You know, he's happy. I mean, everybody, that's like a bonus what you get beyond six with him. Yeah, and, and for us, like, it's when the game's on the line. So when I can get into the seventh and really the eighth, the eighth is the coolest inning for us starting pitchers. The ninth is like, I'm, I'm locked in and mm-hmm. I'm going to finish this. But the eighth is like, we know that great things happen. It's the, it's really the jitter inning. Um, so when I get pulled all the time early and I finally get to go there, you feel like you threw a no-hitter, to be honest with you. He's awesome. They're going to need it, though. Again, he's going to be part of that rotation in the postseason. And if he doesn't learn to pitch in the eighth and ninth inning, he's going to struggle in the postseason. So I think it's good that Dave starts pushing a little bit. Where will he be in their postseason rotation? Right now he's number one. Yeah, isn't he? Who, I mean, who else they got? They're going to sit around and wait for Clayton. You make Kershaw number one? Is Walker Buehler play anymore? Who knows? No, he's, he's out, he's he's out, out for three months. Yeah, exactly. so he's out. I don't think you see Walker Buehler the rest of the year. I'll make I, that I, prediction. I, I, whatever they do internally in L.A., it's fantastic. Whatever Dave Roberts does is awesome. Like, I'm sure on a regular basis they're thanking Anderson for being who he is. Because, like, I mean, without, and- without Anderson and, and really what TG's doing, like, where's his team? I, I'm all still high on Urias. He's good. He, he is good. Would you make him your number one starter? No, 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 no. You no. would not. I would actually go with Kershaw. I don't think Max Freed gets the respect he deserves. Oh, he's way. tremendous. Did a great job last night. He's easy awesome. under in that game on a nine. How do you put a nine up easy there last un- night? Easy under, and it was just two two solo home runs. That was yeah. that was it. I mean, it, Dude, it, am I Corbin Burns hater? Like I, I I never like just like I never think about him at all. Like his numbers are obviously really good. I mean, 106 innings, 134 strikeouts, six nine hits, all blah blah blah. It's all good. But I never think about him, and, and like, I know won it last year. I know, and I didn't think he, I didn't think he deserved to win it. That's the I didn't thing. either. I was on both Bueller and, and, and Wheeler. Uh, Wheeler, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought Wheeler was outstanding last year. I thought he should have won it. I think Sandy's the runaway favorite oh, right now, barring injury. The thing about Urias, too, jumping real quick. If he if he can't win it with the only guy winning twenty plus games last year, He's never, then Tony Gonzalez win all you want. Was he twenty like, and three last can't year? Can't win it. You can't win the Cy Young. Well, what if Gonzalez eighteen and zero with an ERA of one three? You gotta hope that Sandy stops going nine. The problem is Sandy. Sandy, I'm not going to sit there and go full Pedro, but Sandy's pitching like what we saw to Pedro in 01. Yeah, because Pedro, like Sandy's uh, 107 strikeouts and 123 innings, and Pedro would have had 200 strikeouts and 123 innings. Like he was, uh, and then he talked crap to you as he struck you out. It was awesome. Uh, still, the best, probably the best game I've ever seen still pitched is with the game in the Bronx. 17 Ks, the one hitter he threw in New York. It was that was a fun time, by the way. We had like Roger Clemens here. Like there were some dominant people, Mike Messina, that like he just went out and watched Craig Maddox, and it was just, you're just blown away by what they were able to do to men. Your guy, Doc. I mean, there were some there were some dominant dominant pitchers. I'll just say this: Gonsolin's going to have to really have a tremendous second half in terms of going deep into games, and he's got to get a shutout or two in there. If you had a vote, Amal and I, Amal asked me this question, I couldn't answer. If you had a vote in the American League right now, would it would it be McClanahan or Verlander? If we're ending it right now? Right now. McClanahan, no question. That's what Amal said. Yeah. I think it's close. It's tough. Though. I don't think it's close. All right, when we come back, we'll take a look at today's games. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Bet Rivers Sportsbook invites you to add some variety to your baseball bets with new same-game parlays. Every game this baseball season, you can combine game bets and player props to create your perfect combination. Whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot, you can add a little extra spice to your game with same-game parlays at Bet Rivers. Go to Bet Rivers Sportsbook or BetRivers.com and make your baseball same-game parlays today. I'm here with Amal Shaw and our guest, Josh Towers. Josh, let's get down to some specific matchups tonight. Interesting game in the NL West. 
between the second-place Padre and the third-place Giants. Giants break their five-game losing streak last night in the desert. Now they head over to San Diego. The nine-high straight, as, as Amal calls him. Nine-high flush. Oh, flush. Logan Webb. Uh, takes on Joe Musgrove. Padres got clowned in two games by the Mariners at Petco earlier in the week. Musgrove, a dollar thirty favorite here against the Giants in this game. How do you like this total here, Jack? Six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah, first five, three and a half, or three <clears throat> in some spots. Yeah, it makes sense. Both teams are losing. I mean, three and seven and two and eight in our last ten. It's hard to to back these guys. And again, you know, Musgrove's been fantastic, but. Uh, two games ago, kind of got ballooned up a little bit, and then last game he kind of settled back in. I mean, I, I anticipate both these guys throwing well, but you should when both offense have died. Uh, I, I, I mean, Logan Webb's a million times better at home, in my opinion, but San Diego is such a fantastic place to pitch. Uh, he threw well there earlier this year. He threw well against the Padres earlier this year as well. Um, I can't mess with six totals. I mean, let's be honest, but at this point, neither one of these teams are worth backing. Like, for me, I just kind of turn this one off. What do you do if you're the Giants with Doval, their closer? They pulled him out last night. They brought in Long in the ninth inning there to get the get the save after he struggled. Doval gives up three base on balls and a hit. And the night before, he gives up the three-run homer to Varshaw to blow that game Yeah, open. I mean, this, this guy can't close we get? it. What's that? See how scared we get? Like, it happened to Jorge Lopez, who I thought has been probably the best reliever in baseball, closer, I should say, for Baltimore. And he goes back-to-back games where he didn't give a homer all year, and then all of a sudden he's underneath the ball with his hand. He's pushing it. His sinker's just kind of fading this way. And he gives up uh, home runs and blows the save. Goes the next day, he does the same thing, blows it. Day off, comes back the next day in Baltimore. First batter he faces, Simeon, hits a home run on an inside fastball. Kit throws 100 over the fence. And then all of a sudden, boom, locked back in. And he went one, two, three. Uh, and now he's back to being good. But the difference with him is he lost his trust for a second. And he got underneath the baseball. When I start walking, guys, I'm just scared. And that's a harder place to come back from. So you have to assess that internally. That pitcher coach has to assess that internally, the bullpen coach, et cetera. Like, there's a big difference between um, I'm just underneath the ball and it's dying and I'm nitpicking and walking guys. When you say underneath the ball, what do you mean exactly? Well, there's two ways, right? My, let me get on camera. My elbow gets below my shoulder. Can you get it in the mic? My elbow gets below my shoulder. There we go. So then the ball's going to sell right, or I can be in a good position, but my hand is below the ball, and the ball's going to sell up. So, like, when I throw a sinker, it needs to go downhill like I'm throwing, and it needs to sink with some turn. But when that ball stays on the same plane and runs, it, it's not getting through its finished product. It's leaving it's what it's designed to do, and it's running away. So the speed might be the same, but the life through home plate's not the same. So it's like putting on a Tito hitter. I've talked about this with them all this week. If I could get a pl- price at 3-1 to one or better, I would like to take the bet the Padres don't make the playoffs. Ooh. This team can't hit, Josh. And the starters are, are too reliant on breaking though. pitches. They what? We got six teams, right, going in this year? I mean, seven. Like, seven. Okay, so I'm going to tell you who's going to beat them for wild card because they ain't winning the West, okay? The seven, Dodgers seven. are winning the West. Either the Braves or Mets, whoever doesn't win that division, the Phillies and, and the Cardinals are all going to beat them out. By the way, six. I was thinking football. Sorry. I, 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 uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take yeah, three heat. wild cards. Might take some heat for this. I, I would rather bet the Mets to not make the playoffs in the The Mets. Oh, the God. Mets. Well, he's not, he, he forgot that when you win the division, you automatically get in. Maybe they're not winning the division. They're just lucky. They Maximus came back throwing 97. The they lost that game, too, by the way. Okay. Just I, so I, we're clear. I understand. Baseball well, they were him going up against Lodolo. I love <laughs> Jacob DeGrom. I love Max Scherzer. But listen, he threw seven scoreless or six scoreless six. for every through, and they lost the game. It's a team effort. It's the Mets. 
Hey, buddy, you know this better than him and I will ever know. They play 162. The offense has an off day, just like a pitcher can get lit up like a Christmas tree. Plus 380 at DraftKings. Hey, hey, all Padres, no playoffs. Hey, Britton, what's, what's the odds the uh, Mets don't make the postseason? Uh, Do that's we have not that even anywhere? on the board. That's, that's not even on the board. That's not even on the board. <laughs> 20 to 1. 20 to 1. Well, listen, from the odds well, standpoint. The, the, the price here, I mean, I don't know. How about you parlay them? you got to find somebody else to come. you got to find the Giants or some Logan Webb to, to come up. All right, let's pick another game to let's talk go. about here, all right? You ready? Let's go Blue Jays, and uh, where's their starter? Who's going? Uh, undecided against Marco Gonzalez. And you got to favor the Jays on the road, don't the you? The Jays are struggling a little bit. <laughs> Seattle's not struggling. That's the other thing. These guys all of a sudden, let me go back to them. Yeah, they turned this around. They've won four in a row, seven, three in the last 10. They're one game below 500, which this team's been struggling all year. You got the Jays coming in, who's, they are struggling. Um, question marks with the pitching staff, and I don't even know who's pitching. So you're going to go bullpen day on the Jays? I know whoever's starting already knows okay. who's starting, but we just for, don't know first it. First of all, I object to your statement that they're turning things around because they won four in a row. Okay, they beat that double-A team that they're fielding in Alameda County called the and Oakland they, A's. And they're supposed to. And they scored two runs there, the A's, did in those two games. It's a good game Sunday, Robbie but Ray to, and Montas. But to us, it's just another major league team coming in, yeah. and, it, and it boosts our confidence when we start doing well. By the way, this game is up in Seattle, a home game for the Blue Jays. We have a good crowd there. Yeah, no question very about good it. crowd there. That's all. Everybody from Vancouver's coming, and he knows that. Down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, listen, the Padres can't Who's score. Who's going to go? What are you going to do? Like, we know what they do. Like, are we, are we seriously going bullpen day? They didn't call anybody up that I heard of. Like, are we seriously going bullpen day? Because that means whoever hasn't pitched in five or six days is going to be the first one out of the pen. He's going to be rusty. Like, this isn't a design set up bullpen day that Tampa does where everybody knows they're going to go and it's consistent. Like, I just don't think the like, – fine, whatever. These Blue Jays are going to win. They should not be favoring this game. I, that, no chance. I would agree with you there. Quick question in reference to going bullpen compared to just having a situation where you go with the starter. You know, sometimes things need to be changed in life or in society or whatever. I'll but in baseball, it. when you look at these great pitchers of the past, their arms have not fallen off after they retire. Why are we going away with the analytics? To me, when you look at guys, look at look Otani's numbers when he goes through a lineup the third time. He's been tremendous. There are so many guys that are effective. Now, see, you know what I love? If I've got a, let's say I'm betting against Sandy and he's dominating me, when they bring him out of the game, I love it. What happened to oh, Burns yesterday? Burns goes so good. Burns was tremendous <laughs> yesterday. He goes seven innings. No, no, Burns, you only shut out the Cubs. Let's pull him. Don't worry about it. We'll come in and blow the save for you. Listen, three in one game, two or less in every game in his last six. Marco's been pitching well too, yeah. right? So that's the other thing. Um, Marco's been better than Kikuchi. Marco's been better. Right? Well, that's not really setting baseball. a high bar. Well, you bet him the other night on the yeah, wrong line. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's a massive difference between a design bullpen day like in spring training and knowing you're pitching and it's scheduled to, uh, wait, what are we doing today? And it's like, and, and again, I know the Blue Jays, you know, didn't really know what was going on per se, but like when Roy Holiday pitched, we knew the day was off. So now all of a sudden Roy gets rocked or, or when I got to get up in the second inning and I'm hungover and going like, me? Like, why? He's Roy's going nine today. Like, so like it, there's a mentality in a... In a we kind of take a day off every now and again when there's certain people pitching. Um, this is not a setup thing for the Toronto Blue Jays, and they're scuffling anyways. They're looking yeah. for somebody. They're going to put Yusei in the bullpen, I would imagine, because he's struggling, which is not the right play. But okay, do what you got to do. Um, I don't know. I just think it's a bad spot for the Jays. I just don't get the line. I, I agree with you on the line being out of whack. Real quickly on that Blue Jays theme, they're the third favorite to win the AL pennant at six to one. Yankees <laughs> plus one eighty. The uh, Astros are plus two twenty. The I AL mentioned, pennant. Yeah, and yeah. then um, everybody else is sixteen to one. Boston. Tampa, all those guys are 16 to 1. I don't know. I don't really think. I think it's a two horse race. Do you see anybody else that could challenge? Minnesota can't close the door. If the games were no, six innings, no, no, Minnesota no. would be the best team in baseball. No, it, I mean, again, I, I, it, it's the pitching staffs, so obviously. Again, the Yankees' pitching staffs good. I, I, I think by far, 
I don't think it's even close at how much better Houston is than every other team in baseball, and especially in the American League. It's not even, they're not even on the same page. The Yankees are not on the same page as Houston. I just think I, they're I agree much better. They're the better team. What is you, the Houston's odds? Do we see that again? Plus two twenty to win yeah. the American League. Yeah, I would take that. Are they better the than Yankees. the Dodgers? Are they this much better than the Dodgers? Yeah, their starting pitching is way better. Well, let's see. What do you think Tyler Anderson is going to do in the postseason? Oh, that's right. He's not even going to pitch. Who's that? Anderson. Yeah. He won't make it. Then you better hope that Kershaw had enough time to get ready to be ready for the postseason. Right? And then are you going to back off TG at all at some point because his innings are up? Is that why you're holding him back now? Right? What are we doing? There's a lot of questions. The Dodgers are a fantastic team. There's a lot of question marks. And Walker Buehler, is he ready for postseason? Nope. He's out. Aren't you concerned about Houston five through nine in the lineup? No. They're getting better. I think they're getting better. But now, do all these young arms hold up Hold up in a postseason? Is Christian Javier going to go right, out and win a big are, game for you? Against, is Urquidy going to go out and win a big game? No, they guys, don't have to do that because you got Framber and you got JV. They're yeah, going to pitch four all times. All these guys have games. cut. Yeah, and they're going to put them back in the bullpen where Garcia always was yeah. coming out of the bullpen in the postseason, right? So all these guys also have – they basically cut their teeth in the big leagues in the postseason and then have time to get better as it's gone on. Like, I, I don't know, man. It's just – at this point, it's not close. Uh, quickly. How good is the Strider kid for uh, the Braves? He starts tonight against uh, Liberatore and the Cardinals looking to sweep the cards. Yeah, apparently in the draft he wasn't good. He was barely a fourth-round pick out of college these days. Would they get him for 1000 bucks? When you take a college kid in the fourth round, you're, just, you're, you're bracing for all the money you gave your high school kids previously and after, right? So all this, what, they just, we got a kid out of Clemson and he just fell in our lap. Uh, he's been good, that's for sure. And Liberatore has been every other start. Rocked awesome, rocked awesome, but he never goes deep either. This is supposed to be an awesome day for Libertor, but how are you going to back somebody who's this inconsistent? I don't like that's the way- a bad line. I think they're yeah, I, I agree with that as well. All right, thanks to Josh Towers on the desk as always on Thursdays, filling in with us, and thanks to Amal Shaw, another terrific show. Stay tuned to Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Up next, betting across America. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.